Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Eye on Money podcast, and it is 2022. I can't believe it. Mostly I can't believe it because we are actually putting this in the can when it's still autumn. Just just to give you a little inside dope on this. Mark, this is something that you have decided is very important that we take real vacation, right? Yes, it's very important. And so how many weeks do we get off for this? Is this, are we getting two weeks off? Is that what we what we're scheduled for the last couple of weeks of December? Yes, we are working on the, the week leading up to Christmas and then the week between Christmas and the new year. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So what what happened was over the summer, Mark and I both took vacation and we were just so, I don't know, like it was so fantastic. I really felt like it was the first time in a long time, Mark, that I felt like we really did take a break, right? It was the first time we've been doing this one version of this or another for 11 years now. It was the first time that we've taken three solid weeks off where we didn't even need to communicate or do anything. We were done. It was pretty great. Now, I still did a little work. You did work, but it was just nice to have the break, right? And this is what we're going to say to you guys, which is if you have the opportunity to take a break, take a break. Don't don't do this to yourselves. You know, if, if you're so lucky that you actually have some saved up vacation time, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I don't want to use it now. I don't want to use it when I'm just going to be at home still or I don't really feel like comfortable traveling. Don't worry. Take some time off. Figure out how to carve out the time you need. Even if you do a tiny bit of work, even if you're the kind of person who needs to be a little bit in touch, I think it's just so freeing just to get out of your routine a little bit. I'm so now looking forward to those two weeks off. I can't even believe it. Maybe we should do three again. Can we do three or not? Look at me. I'm bargaining with you. What do you think? Uh, I think two is okay. I think two is good. We just want two. I like three in the summer, especially in August. It's very European of us, you know? Yeah. When Even though we have no way to actually, you know, sort of be in Europe. But yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. All right. I feel I feel you. All right. Now, today we are lucky because we are starting the new year on the right foot. We have Lucy, who's never, ever been referred to Lucy in the sky with diamonds ever. She swears to joke. Of course she has. Uh, Lucy is joining us. She is from the capital of California, Sacramento. Lucy, you may be our first actual on air guest from the capital. What's going on in Sacramento? What's it like there? You know what? When I first moved here, I wasn't sure what to expect, but Mm -hmm. it's actually a really happening town. There's always music happening. There's a lot of events going on. Um, Obviously, a little bit less now that COVID is happening. But um, it's, I don't know, the restaurant scene is amazing. We have found so much to do here. Where did you move from? From Eugene, Oregon. What prompted the change? 
Um, actually, we moved in with my wife's grandmother um, to help care for her um, and provide some end of life care for her. So, oh my, my wife, God, you're so nice. Yeah, I mean, it's been an amazing experience and like really, really great time with her. Um, but my, I mean, that's that's why I'm calling because my in order to do this, my wife quit her job and we moved here, and so we're in this kind of funny limbo right now where. I'm working, she's not working, um, but we also don't have like a house payment right now. Mm. And so we're kind of feel like we're on the cusp of um, hopefully starting to do things right financially. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just, it's a funny situation for sure. Well, it's certainly different. Let me ask you something. Is your wife really the only person who could have done this? So I'm interested in like how you negotiated with the family around this or if there is any family, anyone else? Yeah. No, there's, um, we're really, really lucky. There's lots of family. So we have a lot of support. Um, my wife has really wanted to have this time with her grandma and it's just never really worked out in our twenties, thirties. We were, we were out and traveling and kind of living our life. And when her grandma got sick, it was kind of this eye opening moment where it was like, okay, if you want to have this time with her, we need to make this move now. Um, so we worked it out with the family. Um, they've all been really supportive and, um, it's been an opportunity for her not to have to go to like an elder care home. And uh, yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been an adjustment. Like we're a family of three now, uh, which is. Are you I in know, grandma's like, house? Yeah. Yeah. We uh -huh. live with her. Tell me about other siblings. Who are the other family members that we have to think about in this? Yeah. So we've got um, grandma has uh, three kids. Um, mm -hmm. all of whom are involved, uh, supportive, none of whom live in Sacramento, um, but who are all really aware of like everything that's going on, doctor's appointments, et cetera. Okay. And what about siblings for your, for your wife? Yeah. So she's got one brother um, and he is down in LA. Okay. Got it. So what is the financial arrangement so we don't have any um, like financial responsibility, essentially. Um, right now, there is a reverse mortgage on the house. Just give me a rundown. Grandma's house is worth how much? Probably about 700 Okay. And the reverse mortgage, was it what, do you know the terms of the reverse mortgage? I don't. Um, I don't have a lot of details on that. Okay. And and what's grandma's con condition right now? I'm sorry to be sort of blunt about that, but what like what are we when you say end of life is this like days, weeks, months, years? Probably about a year. At that point, what's the game plan? If if it happened, if this were to occur, yeah. if she were to pass away within uh you know in a year, what would happen then? So that's sort of what we're talking about now um, is because we want to be prepared. So we would not stay in this house. We'd love to buy it, but we just could not afford that price tag. Um, and so we would move um, possibly back to Oregon, possibly to Colorado where my family is. Um, but we would move and we would be looking to buy our first house. Would your wife go back to work? Well, hopefully, no. And the reason for that is because we're trying to have a baby right now. And if we do have a baby, um, we would be looking for her to be a stay-at-home parent. You got a lot of, of stuff happening, lady. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. A <laughs> yeah. lot, a lot, a lot going on here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what financial um, condition you guys are in right now? And first of all, how old are you, Lucy? Well, I turned 35 in five days, and that is a milestone that is like looming. And your wife? Uh, my wife is 38. Tell us, first of all, how, uh, how much money do you make? Um, I just got uh, a raise, and so I am, for the first time in my life, making six figures. I got moved to 100000 Fantastic. Congratulations. That's a I'm nice really present for your 35th birthday. Yeah, thank you. 
That's great. You know, interesting, uh, you know, that you guys are sort of in this like intensely transitional moment in lots of ways, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's pretty amazing to me. Like you guys really, like you bit this thing off and gosh, I, I mean, it's really, it's amazing that you've done it and it is sort of a, just a delightful I don't know, like it's a big decision and it's so nice you did it. So that's that's fantastic, number one. So now on this $100,000, uh, your cash flow must be pretty darn good, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like the amount of money that we're able to tuck away um, into vacation fund or down payment has been, I mean, it's been great. <laughs> okay. Are you making a contribution into retirement for on this hundred grand? Yes. Um, so I'm putting um, about $12,000 a year into my 401k. So getting the full company match and then contributing. So far, we're contributing about $2,000 a year to my Roth. But we have a plan to open a Roth for my wife in this new year. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's our New Year's resolution. And our plan is to max out both her and my Roth. Oh, so you're going to try to put in six grand each into those Roths? Yes. And tell me if this sounds crazy, but we were going to fund those through um, RSUs that are vesting through my employer. No, no, no. That's great. But do you you have the opportunity to have a Roth 401k? Yes. um, So I think I have 7% of my contribution is going to the Roth uh, for my company and the other rest of it uh, traditional. That's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with the RSUs. Mark, do you have any issue around using RSUs to fund the Roths? No, not at all. I mean, you know, you know what I'm going to say. I would probably make the 401k all Roth. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is there some rule in your organization where they want you to put the money in the traditional to get the matching or for some reason or not? No, there's no reason. I just sort of did that because I thought, oh, a little in each bucket might work. I don't think you need to do that at $100,000 income. I really okay. don't. I, I think you can go all Roth. I agree with Mark. And also with this surplus cash flow, especially for the next year, while you guys don't really have a lot of expenses, I would try and max it out. I mean, well, wait a second, wait a second. Before we do that, how much money is in all these little pockets of, of like future funding pockets? So what's in the down payment, the house down payment fund? 20000 What is in the fun vacation pocket there? 5000 what is in the general emergency reserve fund? Five thousand. Not enough. Right. Okay. Sorry. I, I knew you were going to say so, that. She said it so sheepishly. I knew. I knew. I know. I mean, aren't I just so obvious in this? You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. How much is in that 401k, by the way, right now? I have 100000 in mine and my wife has 100000 from her previous position in her 401k. And then how much are in the Roths? 21000 And anything else that I should know about in your big picture life? The only big thing is um, that, again, I have the RSUs, which I just vested my first portion of, and it ended up being, I mean, right now it's about Mm -hmm. 15,000. 
And so I also have 13,000 of student loans, which we're trying to pay off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on a second. How much in student loans? 13,000 left. What's the interest rate? Uh, 4%. Are you accelerating that pay pay down at all? Or are you just clicking away? and, And when will it be done? No, we increased our payment to um, like a much more aggressive payment of about 500 per month. And then anytime we have extra cash, we're pushing that down. And one question I actually had for you is this 15,000 that has just sort of popped into our lives from this Mm -hmm. RSE vesting. My wife and I are actually disagreeing. She says, put it in the emergency fund. Mm -hmm. I say, pay off the student loans. Mark, what do you want to do? Whose side are you on right now? I think I would agree with Lucy. I do too. There is no doubt in my mind that you guys have like a lot of discipline right now. I think it's going to be so great. Just get rid of this student loan. If we have that money sitting in the emergency reserve, you know, it's getting whatever fraction of a percentage point of interest, (laughs) you know, like you're going to make 4%, boom, done. So let's get that done with. And now the $500 a month, now redirect that and put that into the emergency reserve fund. Okay. Okay. Now, Mark, let's have a conversation about the future home. What do you think? I don't think that should be the biggest priority in the world right now. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't save towards it, but you know, I would, uh, I don't think it'd be hell bent on making that happen like in one year. I think this completely depends on where you go. Remind me again, um, we had Colorado and what else? Go back to Eugene, which is by the way, also hasn't, haven't both of those places exploded in terms of pricing? It's crazy. It's so intimidating to look at this and think, oh my gosh, we're going to have to buy a $350, $400,000 house. How do we save 20% of that? Right. Maybe you don't. Because I I mean, it really does depend on the, you know, the cost of renting. Can you work anywhere? Yes, I'm fully remote. um, And my my wife would be able to, if we did not get pregnant, we would, um, she'd be able to find work anywhere. She's um, pretty flexible. Okay. So I agree with Mark. I feel like the game plan and the priorities should be number one, pay down the student loan. Done. Then the extra $500 a month goes into emergency reserves. I would rather you actually sort of, I mean, if we take everything together, right, you have $30,000, you're not spending that much money right now. But when you were in Eugene, what were you spending in general? Like, what was your monthly spend? Do you have a, a ballpark figure for us? It was about $2,100 a month. That's cheap. I think that in this case, what I think is important is that we kind of lock down the emergency reserve fund. I think you're going to need more because obviously the priority pay down the student loan, but getting pregnant, that is going to be an expensive proposition, meaning not the actual getting pregnant for you guys, because thankfully as gay women, you can carry a child. I feel bad for the gay guys, man. They got to go like find someone to house that baby and do that whole rigmarole. That's expensive. I know. Um, yeah, it's very bad. Uh, but uh, if you're, you're going to add the expense of having a kid, your wife's not going to go back to work probably. So we're still talking about this $100,000 financing you guys. I think we have to build up the, the cash. Mark has a two-year-old. So Mark, how much money do they need for a kid? I will say that in the beginning, it's not too expensive. It really starts to kick in like right around now, what I'm dealing with at around two years old, you know, if you need, if you need help, but the first year or two, I don't think it's that expensive to be honest. All right. Well, that's good to know. What do I know? I don't have any kids. I, my kids have four legs. So how much money should we get in that? If let's just say 
2100 seems like not that much money. So let's say that you guys need, what should we pop that to? Like 2500? Yeah, I was going to say 30 just to be overly, you know, safe. Okay. So if, so we want you guys to have 30 grand saved up. Now, luckily you actually have 30 grand saved up. It's just that you know, you're earmarking it in different ways. So I think, you know, we're going to, let's pretend the vacation money is spent and let's pretend that maybe we're still going to operate under the idea that you could potentially want a house. So then what I think you have to do is start again, put that $500 a month into the emergency reserve fund. And, you know, hopefully that you have like between the house down payment fund, the emergency reserve fund, you're, you're gunning for a total of 50 grand. If you end up not needing the house down payment fund for some, you know, because maybe renting is going to be better for you guys. We'll figure that out later. But for now, I think you're doing what you need to do. So the RSUs that just vested, you're going to use that for the student loans, but in the future, it will be used to fund the Roth contributions, right? Yes. Do you guys have estate documents done already? No, we haven't done. I've been thinking about that. We haven't done anything like that. You're going to start thinking about that anyway, because you're about to have a baby. So that to me is numero uno that like before you even, you know, anyone before anyone's getting pregnant or anything, we want to make sure you get estate documents getting ready. You don't have to like do it all because you have an unborn child. You don't have a child yet, but you can do, you probably should have some estate documents like easy what we call them is sweetheart wills. I leave you everything, honey. You leave me everything. Like, but just let's get that done. What about life insurance? I have it through my work. Before you actually, she actually is going to get pregnant, right? She's going to carry this kid. No, it's me. Oh, you're going to carry. Oh, yeah. then I definitely want you. Yeah. Okay. So hold on. I want you to have a million dollars of coverage at the very okay. least. And she should at least have a half a million. It's a primary. You might as well do a million each because you're healthy and young, but let's get that done. If you can't do that through work, do it privately. You know, just get a term policy, a 20 year term policy. Okay. Um, what else is on your mind? Anything else? I do have one question. I'm okay. curious when you hear all of this. I mean, I listen to your podcast all the time and I feel like I hear all the time. People are like, oh yeah, I make 300,000 a year or, oh yeah, I have 5 million in my, yeah. in my retirement account. And I think okay, I've always thought like, okay, you know, I have time, I have time. And now I'm 35. And it's kind of this moment in my life where I'm like, okay, you have to really be serious and really be aggressive about this because you don't have 40 years until you retire 50 years. So when you hear all of like where we're at financially, do you think, oh my gosh, like these people are going to be poor forever? Or, oh my gosh, she's so behind. Mark, you go first. I just said you're you're not poor now. You're you're in good shape. You're doing what you should be doing. You're doing exactly what you should be doing. I agree with Mark. I mean, you have first of all, you are doing something that is so laudable just in general as like human beings. You guys uh should be I think cheered by everyone. I think people are going to feel this like hear this and say my God, this is like, these people deserve to be so happy and so great. Like, this is a beautiful thing that you're doing. So that's number one. You got a couple hundred thousand dollars that's put aside. You're 35 years old. The student loans are going to get paid off in a minute, basically, when you get off this call, this after this conversation, you're going to pay off these student loans. And you are going to dutifully put away money into your retirement account. And this is going to be 
I think you're going to put end up putting 25 grand a year away into retirement. You're going to do that for a long time and life's going to be good. And that's it. And I don't make no judgment about like, you don't have the desire to live a huge life and you're going to keep working and raise your kid and keep rocking and rolling. I want to take you off the hook on the buying the home because I feel like that's, it could be a goal. I just don't want you to get so preoccupied with that goal that it takes your eye off the ball, which is you actually can fund your retirement. Life is going to be okay for you guys. You go and you take care of yourselves and you take care of your as yet unborn child named either Mark or Jill. And you you go forth and you prosper. That's what you do. Thank you so much. This honestly, just being able to talk about this with you has been, has been so, I don't know. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Like I feel really confident going forward. I was really nervous and um, it's just, it's been keeping me up at night. And so I really appreciate, I really, really appreciate this. And we are so happy that you. you did this with us. We are so grateful that at the very least, this is the kind of thing that we can do with you and that we can give you some relief. So Lucy, thank you so much for joining us. Mark, I feel like this was a good one, huh? That's the right way to start a new year. That is the right way to start. What is it the year of, Mark? Did you look that up while we were yakking away? Let me see. Hold on. Hold on, please. We're going to find out. Chinese New Year 2022. Tiger. Year uh, of the tiger, right? Uh, year of the tiger, yep. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. All right, I'm going to tell you. People <laughs> born in a year of the tiger are predicted to be brave, competitive, unpredictable, and confident. So Lucy and her wife are going to have a potentially a brave, competitive, unpredictable, and confident child. Happy New Year 2022, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. I have to stop saying ladies and gentlemen, because I realize it really is like everyone. I want to say everyone, because you may not be a lady or a gentleman. You might be call yourself something else, and I'm fine with that, and so is Mark. So Please, if you have any sort of financial question, you're ready to do some, oh, maybe it's time for those resolutions. Let's go. We want to hear them. Go to jillonmoney.com. Click on the contact button. Follow Eye on Money wherever you get podcasts. And uh, just remember that we are here for you. So just let us know. What can we do for you? Can we help you sleep a little bit better tonight? I hope so. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. He is the best executive producer in the world. We are distributed by CBS. Please do something nice for someone else today. We uh, love a mantra here. Curiosity, compassion, community. We will talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for listening. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus, starting May 1st. 
Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.